The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Hot, 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 hot. Last time on the previously good adventuring team. Peter and Fjorten wake up to the sounds of Jeff being kidnapped. The paralysis they suffered wears off after an hour and the hunt for their friend begins. The gang goes to talk to Duga Smelch. They are temporarily distracted by Brisket, but unfortunately the Brisket is not very good yet. Duga tells them to head north. Next they travel to meet Holden Tallstyle, who tells them about a family getting into a new cult in town. After that, Cicero Gwyn tells them about the Smith family and that they may have some involvement in this cult. This was followed up by a visit to Koki Rainbloom, who told them about the Smith family warehouse. We rejoin them as they look into this warehouse. I'm just trying to think of ways in, and um, I mean, I'm a druid, I can shapeshift. I want to try to do, if I can, if there's slots in that door or anything I can see, maybe turn into a lizard. Ooh. Maybe a little salamander. A little... Ah, uh, I'm gonna call it a slam, slam amander. A slam amander. Yeah. Okay. Well, that cannon sits out there, aimed at the building, and um, while that cannon just sits there, aimed at the building, apparently, mm-hmm. you are gonna shapeshift. Are you gonna like slip into a phone booth nearby, or like you just gonna like straight up shapeshift in the middle of this crowd? No, probably not in the middle of the crowd. I think um, looks like these are pretty skinny warehouses. In between there, and I saw I do maybe the old look of Lou here, and maybe have uh, Peter tell him my plan, and maybe just block one of the exits there. Oh, you know the other thing. I apparently forgot to write it on this map, but you guys are not too far away from the thrifty Terra Guardian. Oh, you could slip into a changing room if you wanted to. Over, let's just say you That's- find a spot. We don't need to dig too deep into this. Uh, so you slip into salamander form. Slamamander. Slamamander. That's like a really bad Pokemon. It's not even my final form, Slamamander. <laughs> Slapamander. I was I was trying to 
make some weird reference to Squirtle, and I'm not going to. I'm just going to let that go. How did everybody grow up with a fucking thing called Squirtle and just be okay with it? That's normal. <sighs> anyway. That's a Squirtle. It turns into a Blastoise. You know why? Because I've never played it, but apparently Pokemon's like one of the greatest games ever made. That's what I've heard as well. A lot of folks really love it. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you talking about the, the current augmented reality game on no, cellular phones? No, not that one. Like the... Card games or otherwise, video or card, Game Boy. Or... Yeah, the DS games and mm-hmm. stuff are apparently pretty awesome. And there's a lot of them too. There's a fuckload of them. But gotta catch them all, man. I, uh, yeah, I don't have the attention span or uh, brain power for that anymore. It, it's a shame to admit that you don't have the attention span or brain power of a six-year-old. Because uh, that's kind of like their target starting audience there, so you can get you hooked for life. And when you retire, you can—that's what you can do. <laughs> like, that's your life goal. Do you know? So, like, catch to, them all. To take this tangent for just a moment further, and by the time I get to retire, there's going to be like a gajillion Pokemon. So there's no way I'll ever catch them all. But my uh, one of my favorite memories of my dad was when I was a kid. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played the Dragon Warrior games or Dragon Quest from Japan. Mm-hmm. My dad got super into all four of the NES uh, ones, the original four that came out in the US. It was the funniest thing in the world to see. He had all these handwritten notes because he like, you know, he when my dad fucking did something, he did it. You know, like there was no fucking around. So you'd find. Didn't he get Nintendo power? No, he did it himself. That's awesome. There was wow. no cheating. There was no looking it up on the internet, or there really wasn't much of an internet back then anyway. But like, he'd come down on the table and there'd be these fucking notes on the handwritten notes of like, you know, talked to so-and-so at Tentagel Castle, investigate swamp question mark. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fucking amazing. Like the dude seriously, like just did the games. He didn't cheat. He didn't look anything up. He just... He literally went around and he got all of the dialogue options from every NPC and figured the fucking game out and beat him. All four of them. Unbelievable. That's what you had to do back then. You had to put in real work to beat a video game. Like those older video games are hard as shit. Like I figure out where you're supposed to go. You're like, Jesus. I've got a I've got a cane around here somewhere if you want to shake it at the kids down the block about how video games used to be harder in your day. Get off my lawn. Kids these days don't know how hard video games used to be. All they wanted their flashy lights and pictures and the Pokemans. You know, and back in my day, we didn't have the Game Genie. Yeah. Actually, we did. Yeah, we did have the Game Genie. Funny, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, actually, I spent hours like putting in random fucking codes and shit trying to figure out Fucking cheats. brute forcing the yeah. Game Genie? Yeah. <laughs> I, to this day, I have no idea what I was doing, but like. <laughs> for i don't i don't even know what the game genie did like i mean today i can probably guess like fucking you know altered the smurgans and then mm-hmm. yeah it gave you uh, yeah ultimate lives weapons just cheat like cheat but, i mean but how did it work because you it had it, the game genie came with like a code book mm-hmm. and you would enter in a code and then it would do a specific thing and like obviously that was altering like some kind of memory contents or some shit like that but like mm-hmm. yeah like what like you'd get like 60 smirgans and then like you could beat any game with right. all your smirgans but that wasn't like you could you could spend hours come up with your own codes like just inputting random shit and like seeing what and then you would you would reboot the game and then you would see what happened 
And then sometimes nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then you would you put in a new fucking code. And that's what you did for fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you would put in random shit and just see what stuck to the wall. And that's what you back back in my day. Yeah. Well, let's be specific about this. That's what you did. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but you know, people play like Grand Theft Auto with all the cheats on and shit like that still too. And and that shit's still fun. Oh no, I just meant you putting in the random things. Cause I tried that like a dozen times and then I looked at it and I was like, I'm never gonna randomly guess a cool thing. And then I just used the ones in the book. Oh no, I did that for a while. It was it was fun when you played the shit out of games because like it's either that or buy a new game. Didn't have money for that. So that's true. Although, a new game from Blockbuster. Right. Or rent a rented uh, renting game. Remember renting video games? Fucking right. Yeah. Like renting Every the weekend? cartridges. Jesus. It would go off. That brings the Smirgans back. But Do you know, like most of the time. So I played a, I played a good chunk of NES when I was like, you know, what early days like when it first came out, you know? But the bulk of my NES career is actually from when I was like 16 through maybe 18, maybe 19. When it was like long, long past, you know, the NES was like way fucking long time ago console. Uh, but you could get all of those games at um, Fantasyland was the chain that was in the Milwaukee area. It was like a, a GameStop, but like apparently not as good. I don't fucking know. And they had a, this, like, newspaper. It was, like, a big, like, you know, it folded up like a newspaper on cheap recycled print. And it had a list of all of the Nintendo games on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. With their prices. And they were all, like, 49 cents to 3 or $4. The super rare ones were, like, 17 bucks or something like that. But even, like, the rare ones then were just, they were, like, really hard to get ones because not a lot of copies were printed. It wasn't, like, you know, you could get, like, the gold Legend of Zelda one. And they were still only like, you know, maybe 20 bucks. Right. No, I remember that shit. Like, that's the bulk of my Nintendo playing because I was so fucking broke because I spent every penny I had on my stupid car that sucked, by the mm-hmm. way. It wasn't like a cool car. Always. I was just broke. And cigarettes and beer, obviously. Because, uh, you know, that's what 16 year olds should be spending their money on. I played the shit out of those games, though. I went through probably, I went through probably 400 Nintendo games. Holy shit. Like, a lot of Nintendo games. Yeah. And, like, most of them were, like, I'd play for four, you know, hours or something like that. Um, actually, probably the bulk of them I'd play for, like, an hour and be like, this game sucks. Fuck Rygar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all these other games that are, like, you pretty much have to glitch your way through because they're impossible. Like, Nintendo games, I mean, I have a lot of fun memories of, but the Super Nintendo was my fondest, like... Yeah, likewise. It was a much better system. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get me wrong, I spent a lot of time on a Nintendo sixty four, like Goldeneye and stuff like that. Very good system, but like I don't know, maybe it was just like the time, like my what my age was when I got a Nintendo sixty, uh, the Super Nintendo. But like, like the Final Fantasy games and like it, yeah. was, it was just such an Street upgrade. Fight. That's when like arcade games were coming to your yeah. home, like Mortal Kombat. You had yeah, Street Fighter. You had all <laughs> these games that you played in the arcade. Hey. They're there now. You don't have Golden to... Axe. Go... <laughs> yeah. Killer Instinct. Gauntlet. Like... Wait, was Gauntlet 64? Gauntlet, was, the original Gauntlet was on regular Nintendo, but I think they may have re-released it. Oh. Blue Wizard shot the food. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the Mario Brothers games, like Super Mario 3. Like I remember when I got that game. Fucking right. That game was so good. Man. 
Those were the days, huh, fellas? That days. was NES. That was actually. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah. right. That was but NES. There was a fucking badass Super one. Super Mario World is like the first, like it came with the Super That's Nintendo. Right. And it was, I know that because I played that game to fucking death. Did you? Yeah. See, I stopped playing after Super Mario 3. I never played any of the Mario Brothers. 64. The Mario on 64 was, that still remains one of my favorites. Just because I played the shit out of it with a friend. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably my first like real... So there was the original Legend of Zelda where myself and like three other kids, my uh, like my brother, this kid Wes, and this other kid Mike, we sat in Wes's basement and he had gotten up. He was like, okay, guys, remember how we've all played, you know, here and there. Well, I got it through level eight and now we have to go fight Death Mountain and get the <laughs> Triforce back. That was awesome. And we fucking stayed up all night and we finally beat Ganon. And it was like, holy shit, the total everything in the world, every, whole, oh my God, it was the biggest fucking thing that had ever happened to me ever. Man. Yeah, the Zelda, the Zelda games for 64 were some of the best games ever. Uh, Ocarina or Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time, yep. depending on... Zelda's Mask was okay, but pretty good. I, you know, there's a lot of people that like swear by Majora's Mask as like the best of them. I've replayed it as an adult. And I would say I appreciate it more than I did back then. Um, I've actually been on a on a quest, you might say. Uh, I haven't been keep, keeping up on it, but to replay every Zelda game. Um, and I'm through Wind Waker. It's an admirable quest. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I'll never be able to uh, play some Zeldas. Yeah, that is... Um... Speaking of finishing quests, as a salamander, you crawl your way... Slamamander. Slam a slam a mander, slam a bama. As a slam a slam a mander, you slam a bama. Yeah, you claw your way and you you sneak your way underneath the door. You find yourself inside of a warehouse, a warehouse which currently, by the by, appears empty. You see large stacks of boxes and crates and like you know burlap sacks and other bags and what have you. It's a, it's like a regular Skyrim, you know, fucking extravaganza in here. You see that the warehouse itself is probably 20 feet across and about 50 feet deep. The last 15 feet or so further on the other side from you um, has a... What the fuck is the name of that? Um, a loft. I was going to say balcony, but a loft is the right word. You see a stairway going up on the left side. Leads up to this lofted area. More shit stored up there. Uh, but you don't see any people. Hmm. Um, I slam Amanda around a little bit, kind of crawl away, maybe up the wall sideways, like lizards do. Stick my tongue out. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, go ahead and kind of just check the area from my spot up there. Do I any see... <laughs> do I hear any, you know... Um, do I see any recent footprints around the area? Mmm, I think with your enhanced slamamander uh, tongue-like smell of senses and what have you, <laughs> uh, you, as you get closer to the back, you can tell that the rear door has been opened most recently, and uh, you can, in fact, um, 
You can, in fact, detect some footprints. Let me have you roll another investigation check. It would be like these guys to go through the rear door. Mm. I'm now more suspicious than ever. And I apologize. What was that kind of check? Investigation. Investigation. All right, let's see. If I can get higher than a three tonight for rolling. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. You know, goals. Hashtag squad goals. Oh, I did. It was a six. Mm. With a six, you can tell nothing from the tracks themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it would be pretty hard to miss that once you are over here, you can see that there is a set of stairs that go not just up to the loft, but underneath the steps that go up to the loft, there are another set of steps that go down Mm. to a basement. Knowing that I am short on time on uh, being able to be a slammer I will have, in fact, actually try to call my way to this downstairs and see if I can hear anything at this time. Oh, you can hear things. You hear the familiar voice of your friend Jeff down these stairs. Oh, God. Ah, leave me alone. What are you doing? No, not my penis. Oh, God. I'm going to slam him in my way back and slither back to my... um original uh changing place of uh comfort mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. pop back into reality as Fjortin. Okay. You reappear, you are now Fjortin again. I'm gonna rush in Peter. And I'm gonna I'm like, they, they they they've got him. I, I I don't know who it is, but I've heard him. They're they're doing something to his penis. Oh no, he loves his penis. <laughs> 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 what are we gonna do? Well how do we get in there? Do you see any way to get in there? Oh, it looked like the rear door. They went through the rear. I mean, I... It's... Well, if they went through the rear, we gotta go through the rear, too. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's locked or not. Uh, we can give it a try. It's kind of broad daylight. Should we... I, I don't know. Thoughts? And at that, I look over my shoulder, back to the cannon that I noticed earlier <laughs> on the pirate ship or whatever ship it is behind me. I don't know what kind of flag they're flying. They're not a pirate ship. They're, they're just a a, they're just regular traders. But they do have a cannon because you said they do. All right, cool. Well, I think we should go talk to the captain of that ship. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, you guys make your way over to this boat. As you approach, you see written upon the side of this boat is the phrase "Recuous Beast," because that's the name of this boat. <laughs> It is the Recuous Beast. (laughs) Honestly, it escapes me where we came up with that. But at some point, someone said, hey, that'd be a great name for a boat. And so I wrote it down. It's very intimidating. Isn't it? Yeah. Especially for like what turned out to be a very common trading vessel. Mm -hmm. You approach the Recuous Beast and an individual comes out from the cabin, uh, notices you eyeing their vessel and, and says... Hi, mateys. What can I do for ye? All right. Listen. We got an odd request, but we're willing to pay money. We would like to fire your cannon. You want to fire me cannon, eh? Yes. Hi. Do you you mean the literal cannon? Yeah, that cannon. Oh, okay. Is it us? Is it on? Is it as... Uh, is it a deck cannon or a below deck cannon or what kind of cannon is it? Um, 
There goes your dice. Uh, it is a... Let's say that the Recuous Beast has uh, a deck-mounted cannon. Uh, two of them, in fact. One mounted fore and one mounted aft. I think those are the right terms. Uh, and this boat is sort of backed into its parking space at this pier. Uh, so the aft cannon. It, I should say, uh, you know, forgive me. Uh, my name is Peter, and this is my friend Fjorten. Uh, what was your name, sir? Ah, my name is Captain Long John Gurthy. We snicker in the background. <laughs> nice to meet you, Captain Long John. Call uh, me Gurthy. <laughs> nice to meet you, Captain Gurthy. Uh, listen, I'm going to be straight with you. I think there's some weird fucking cultists over in that warehouse, and they kidnapped our friend. And we need to get through that back door. We got to go right in their back door. We got to go hard through their back door and... Listen, we're trying to get from your aft to their rear. All right? And he he says, cultists. Girthy has no truck with cultists. Tight fit! Tight fit! (laughs) He calls out tight fit two more times, and then from below decks, a, a halfling comes up. Uh, Girthy, by the way, is, uh, what do you guys think Girthy is? Girthy, uh, Girthy, Girthy. Girthy, I think he's a buccaneer. A buccaneer? Yeah. A human? Uh, I think you'd be a human buccaneer. Okay. He's a human buccaneer, and, uh, Girthy's first mate, Tightfit, uh, comes up, and, uh, Tightfit's, uh, what did I say, a halfling? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they, they, he comes up, and he says, Tightfit! We've got to arrange a little bit of an accident to help out our boys here. Although, you mentioned gold earlier. We did. You know what? We're, our good friend is in trouble. And uh, I'll be honest, you, you got us in a tight spot here, so... Tight fit. We, we got you in a, You got us in a tight fit here. And uh, we're, we're willing to pay you eight gold. Eight gold to fire <laughs> that cannon. He says, ah, eight gold. Ooh, that's not going to be enough. Uh, I think I'm going to need 20 to cover the fees and fines. Oh. Ooh. Well, I guess we are kind of putting this guy in a pickle. You just can't be shooing off cannons at warehouses and nothing go wrong. You know what, Captain Gerthy? I think that's a fair deal. Jeff is worth 20. He says, all right. Barely. I mean, he's like 20 and 0.5, but he's there, dang it. He's, he's over. Like, he, yeah, he, over. over. It's, you're making out. Oh. Okay, you're coming out. You're at least breaking even well, on this deal. Yeah. We've got no time to haggle. He says, all right, lads, 20 gold happens to find its way to Girthy's deck, and his aft cannon's going to fire through that hole. He says, do you want to be here when it happens, or I think you should be maybe hidden somewhere else? Yeah, let's get, uh, Fjordan, let's get closer to the warehouse. Good idea. All right. Okay, guys, ma'am the poop deck. All right, the poopy aft. I don't know why. That doesn't even make sense. It's just I'm just throwing out nonsense words now. He says, I'll give you to the count of a hundred. Find the, yourself a good spot. That's the name of the cannon. The poopy aft. The poopy aft. Fire the poopy aft. <laughs> Let loose the poopy aft. Oh, God. Oh, it's just, just it's going. It's, it's, it's happening. It's... Here we are. Garethy says, I'll give you to the count of a hundred. To get yourselves in position, and then the poofy aft is gonna fire. <laughs> All right, let's go, Fjorten. Okay, we go. All right. Ninety-nine, ninety-eight, ninety-seven. 
There's actually one of the I'm last. I'm so stupid. I'm like 90, 90, <laughs> 74, <laughs> 90, 11, 90, 10, 90, wait, 90, 17. Let's start over. Uh, all right, 100. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how counting down work. Kaboom! Mm. Uh, so you guys have managed to get yourself into, where would, where did you want to be? Where would you like to position yourselves before the poopy aft goes off? I'd say we'd be, um, we'd be by the warehouse, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe two away so we didn't seem so conspicuous. We maybe, just in case someone was looking, we have to investigate, but, you know, not at the point of contact. So I'd say two warehouses away. Kablamo, boom, kaplawi. <laughs> it must have been that bean I ate. <laughs> You position yourselves a scant few warehouses away, and when the count gets down to, well, you're not even sure what number, because apparently you lost count a few times. We did. The poopy aft blows a cannonball. I don't know why I was trying to think of something funnier there, but blows a cannonball, and it splits right through the front, and I'm going to have each of you roll me a d20. Five. Uh, that'd be a six. You guys fucking suck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. It's so true. Um, so what that's going to mean is with your poor rolling, the cannonball coming from the poopy aft, uh, they just didn't have a lot of powder in there or something. You're not sure what, uh, but it's going to bust a big old hole in the front door uh, of this warehouse, a slightly larger than cannonball sized hole. Uh, and then you hear it bounce off the back wall of the warehouse so it does not puncture through both sides. Oh. Well, all right. That's a waste of a 20 gold. Um, but there's a hole there now. In the there front. is a big hole. Can we get our arms in there? Oh, yeah. You, can, you, can, you guys can each pull yourselves fully through that hole if you'd like. Oh. I think we should go on in. Should we, should we, should we look in it first? Um, well, yeah, I mean, how, how high up is it? Um, it's, uh, you know, it's funny cause I didn't really think about that question until you asked it. Um, and I think with your crap rolls, it's like, it's like six feet up. Okay. Well, I'm not looking through that at all. Cause, uh, I'll, I'll go look through it. Okay. But you, you're like, you'd have to kind of get like tippy toes yeah. and maybe like grab on and lean in. It's yep. a weird scenario where like you should be hoisting me on your legs, but for some reason we thought about it and I'm hoisting you with my little body up on your legs. You're like you're, standing on me. You're the bottom of the pole yep. instead of the top of the pole. Dwarven power down there, just really using my thighs. Well, you know, you're very stout. You would make a good like footstool. That's exactly right. I'm footstooling this. You, you huff up your drow friend uh, on your dwarven shoulders. Uh, Peter looks up through this new porthole in the side of the warehouse uh, I'm assuming you're making some sort of show about like, gosh, we need to look in here to make sure everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is there a crowd at the moment? I mean, what's... Uh, anybody that was down here is yeah. definitely looking because guess what? A cannon just went off. Okay, yeah. We're like, um, oh, I hope everybody's okay in this hole. Mm -hmm. Look at this big hole in this building that's now everybody... Wow, we should look at this hole. Oh yeah, let's check out this hole. And I look in there like, I, I just look in the hole. Do I see anything? Any commotion? Uh, you do not see... Well, you know what? Let's do this as dice again. Roll me another d20. Just Peter this time. Two. 
Are you fucking serious? Yes. yes what I is am. going on? Wow. Uh, has anybody rolled above a nine tonight? I don't. Doesn't, that's amazing. Doesn't seem like it. Nope. Nope. You look into this warehouse, and you know what? Let me. I'm gonna do a roll. Somebody's got to get above a ten. I rolled a ten. <laughs> um. So this giant loud banging and crash, and apparently didn't disturb anybody. Uh, because you don't see any changes or disturbances. You see, uh, the, the sort of smoking hole that you're currently leaning through looking into the warehouse. You can see a big dent of splintery wood on the far end, but not a hole. Uh, and then a slightly smoldering cannonball laying on the floor in this warehouse. And that's about it. No other, uh, commotion right now. Hmm. Well, I guess I kind of, I'm like, oh. I hope everybody's okay in here. Well, I better go check on everybody. And I kind of put my arm through the hole and I start trying to find, like, is there, like, a wooden plank holding the door closed or, like, a latch or something that I can grab onto? Hmm. Why don't you give me... Why don't we call this a dexterity roll? Because you're just kind of blindly feeling about in the dark here. Okay. That I can do. Nine. Are you fucking kidding? I rolled a four. I have a plus five to dexterity. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. That's, it's worse than that, actually. Sorry. That's my saving throw. Uh, that's a seven. Sweet. Uh, okay. So, with a seven... Um, oh. uh, let's We're see not here. getting in this thing. <laughs> let's just... Wait. Let me let me do this. Jeff dies. I guess. Jeff's <laughs> penis dies, at least. <laughs> uh, let's, let's throw it out like this. Do you... Um, oh. Do you want to get in, but have something else happen, or Ooh. do you want to not get in right right, how, right now? How about this? Like, uh, am I would I be big enough to fit through this hole? Uh, yeah, you're like all right. Well, screw it. If I don't find anything, then I'm just gonna try to like crawl through this hole. Okay, so we're gonna say that's this is what happens: is that you are you're feeling around and you don't feel anything, and so like. You're just you're just struggling super hard, and you slip, and you like, like you've got like your arms through the hole. You're up to your torso, uh, and I'm gonna have you roll me a one d four. One. Okay, you're gonna take one point of damage as you chest first fall onto the splintered wood, and then you're like, all right, fuck it, and then you're just gonna try and push yourself through. Um, so let's do another. Let's call this one a dexterity save. Right. To try and get through without taking further damage. That's a 15. Hey, look hey. at that. Hey, finally rolled something yes. decent. So you fall down on this and you're like, ah, son of a bitch. And then you just <laughs> push yourself through. Uh, so you roll through and you are now on the other side of the door in, finally, the warehouse. All right. So I quickly try to find some way to open this door so Fjorten can get in. Uh, can I have you make me a perception check? Actually... Uh, I'll still do this. What I, what I would maybe try to do is um, I don't. Fjorten, where are you? Is our goal to rescue uh, Jeff? Yeah, you guys are very near the goal, by the way. Yes, we can save his penis. <laughs> it depends on a dice roll. He might come out of this alive, but <laughs> we have to a penis. <laughs> we have to. That's a secondary. That's a secondary mission. <laughs> we have to roll the dice to save his penis. <laughs> that's, it all comes down to this dice roll. <laughs> Josh comes back the next playing session. It's like, well, they you saved a, you, you but have, uh, you have a new characteristic you should read. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, <laughs> 
Remember how we had that third nipple rule? Well, <laughs> that only applied to plot points. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you want the good news or the bad news? Good news is you're free. You know, Jeff Thunder Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Under Smooth? <laughs> You know the, that could be uh, that could be the next quest that I write for you guys is uh, the quest to get Jeff's cock back. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, cast it in gold or something. It's their new idol for their cult. Gold member. Hello, VGAT fans. How are you today? I hope you have everything you need in this world, and a little bit of what you want, too. I know we've mentioned our Patreon to all of you in the past, and uh, I wanted to spend a little time thanking the following folks for being a part of it. Christopher, Justin, Bryant, Emily, Son of Sofa Man, Rowdy, Devin, Jimothy K. Meeplebeeps Jr., Amber, Bay Area Beer Socials, Gerg Murky, Eloise, Jody, Kathy, Chad, Brian, and Victor. Thank you all so, so much. Y'all are awesome. And really, that's all I wanted to do for this mid-roll. Your god-tier reward for being part of our Patreon is getting back into the action. So you pushed your way into the hole. You're on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have you give me a perception roll. 11. Okay. Uh, you are able to discern the mechanism that will open the door. Yay. All right. Well, that's good. I open the door. You do open the door. I would be coming running into the door and I would try to quickly close it behind us. Okay. Are you also going to latch that door? I would also attempt... Well, I feel... Yeah, I would attempt to latch it. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it. Uh, the perception roll there showed you how to open it. You would now know how to close it. You are now behind a closed but holy door in a warehouse. A warehouse that is visibly empty for the moment. And then I would try to be quiet, like in a library, and point to where Jeff's penis is. <laughs> And hopefully also Jeff. And hopefully also <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it would, oh, it's another clue. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's pointing in the direction they must have taken. <laughs> uh, well, let's go that way. What are we, okay. Where are we going? Down, is it downstairs? It would be downstairs. Okay. So uh, you guys scuttle your way across the warehouse. You come to the part where there is the loft above you. You see down and to the left side of you is the stairway leading below. What would you like to do? Uh, what I mean, what else do we see? Is there any boxes full of stuff or what kind of, is this a warehouse full of stuff or what do we see? It's a warehouse. I'm going to say it's probably about one third full uh, of various things. You guys are running like, you know, between columns of boxes, barrels, crates, bags, etc. 
you don't really take the time or unless you're going to tell me that you do, but just running past them, you don't really have much time to perceive what is inside of any of these things. It doesn't look like anything special at this point. Like you're not seeing a crate that's like all the loot and gems. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, let's go. Um, let's go save Jeff. Okay, how would you like to do this? Uh-huh. Oh, I man. guess mainly I'm wondering: Do you guys want to try for any element of surprise? Do you want to just like bust your ass down the steps? Not to say that there's an advantage or disadvantage to either. I'm just curious how you guys are going to do it. We, I think we have a couple ways. One, we could try to sneak down there because mm-hmm. obviously nobody heard us. Or, you know, number two, we could play like dumb, like, oh my God, like, did you see those cannonball that blew through your door? Are you guys okay? Hey, that's not a bad idea. Uh, did we, we established there's three of them that we think we know of? Does that You believe I, there are three. We believe that there are three of them. I don't know, playing dumb actually sounds pretty good. Okay. Should we, should we just like start yelling out like, Hey, is everybody okay down here? And then just like go in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Go all loud. All right. All right, let's do that. I'm going to start walking down first. I'll be like, oh my God. Did you guys see this cannonball? Is everybody okay down there? Is anybody here? Oh my God, cannonball. Uh, Let's see how that goes for you. Why don't you, let's uh, let's see how that influences it by giving me a performance roll. Okay. And then I'm going to roll on their side. That's a 12. A 12. Wow. Because I rolled a 12 on my side. Um, let's have the deciding vote get rolled by Mr. Fjorton. 14. 14. Look at that. You guys are actually finally getting your groove back. Like a couple of Stellas. I do some Stella fellas. couple of Stellas. You guys are walking through the warehouse and you're like, is everyone okay? Wow, there was a cannonball that fired when we don't know why. And uh, after a little bit of doing that, an individual comes up from the the lower level stairs. We're going to do two more rolls. uh, Or rather, each of you are going to roll and then I'm also going to roll. Just give me a, it's just a, let's call it a perception roll. Nice. That's a eight. An eight. Perception. That will be a 20. Damn. So they got a six. Uh, So they don't recognize you. um, And Peter, you don't recognize them. But Fjorten, you do recognize this person. Not necessarily as somebody that you know and love and care for, but you do recognize them from the desert temple that you were at. This is, in fact, indeed one of the people from that desert temple of Chad. Mm-hmm. And they come up the stairs and they're like, uh, yeah, everything's fine. We're all fine. They're fine. We're fine down here. Uh, how are you? Oh, what is uh, what's indeed wearing? Uh, you notice that they are wearing a, it's a little shoddier than you would have expected for being described by the word emerald, but it's a, it's a definitely a rich green cloak. Is this guy's name indeed? No. no I no. think you just said, what is indeed wearing? And I think that's I, awesome. I took that as well. Like, indeed, 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 indeed. <laughs> um, oh, fuck it, man. Yeah. Like, indeed. Yeah, it's indeed. Yeah. <laughs> His new name is indeed. <laughs> indeed comes up the stairs, uh, and is like. Yeah, everything's uh, everything's fine. No need to... Everything's cool. Don't worry about anything that's happening in the basement at all. Is he wearing one of the big C amulets or anything like that? Yes. Oh, okay. So I, I would recognize, like, 
maybe I don't recognize him specifically from the temple, but I would know like this guy is obviously in the cult. Well, and you guys, so you guys have gotten an idea over your conversations today that this cult of Chad the Lich is is bigger than this just this desert temple. So what you would recognize that this is part of that like overall faction, I guess. You just don't know, you don't know yet that this person is from that specific temple where you've been. All right. All right. You know, they could be come from a local 438. Uh, they could be from a whole nother town. I mean. I think, uh, ooh. Hmm. Kind of risky, but uh, maybe kind of persuade them as in, maybe we're also in the cult of Chad. I know. I dropped my dice when I thought of it too. I'm just, I'm going to be done with that dice. <laughs> it seems to really want to be on the ground. Yeah. I'm glad you're going to try another one, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that the direction you guys want to go? Convince him you are also part of the cult? Uh, all right. Well, how do you want to... Well, I mean, I, it, this is... I feel like you have the you have the perception here, so I'll follow your lead. So, um, I was, I would, I would maybe try to do it as if I have perception of like who he was and I know I've seen him before. I'm like, I've, I've seen you before. Are you also, and then I just kind of make a C symbol with my hand kind of over my chest. Are you, and then try not to give a name because I don't know his name, but I'm like, sure, I think I've sure, seen sure. you. I mean, sand, you're, right? You're, you're doing the like the, you're, ch- you're ch- uh, what sand, right? I mean, how about yeah. I have you, man, what would be the right thing to do there? Why don't you, let's just do performance, I guess. Oh, yes. Let's do a little performance. Charisma based role. Uh, that'd be a 14. A 14. All right. Um, so that's enough to at least cause a little confusion here. Um, you kind of like, you do the C and you kind of think you're doing it right. And he like kind of like grabs his necklace and is like are we did you I do like the finger and the I mean <laughs> I think we've we've met before I, I mean, think we've met before yeah I believe I've sat on your poop couch I think I've um to poop couch hey what's what's going on here I mean you're wearing a robe so we got a noisy situation here <laughs> I mean, I was just checking for survivors, but can we can we all do it? I mean, I'm just following Fjordan's lead. Like, I'm just mimicking everything he's doing. So I'm also doing the finger and the in the whole and thing. The whole and like while he's doing thing, it too, I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, universal sign language for doing it. Um, yeah. So this this guy's like, oh, uh, oh no. I mean, we're not doing that right now although i mean no we don't have time for that right now um yeah we're uh uh what do you get who who are you guys where are you coming from look man we just put this this local chapter and we saw this cannonball coming through i mean i think you guys are about to be fi- found out down here can we help you out speed anything along what's going on oh man uh found out. oh oh geez uh is there any chance we could just hide or like do we have to do something hide where at well we're down we're we're all down here in the basement uh did you yeah let's go you, and then i'm you... just gonna hurry try to hurry him along let's go hurry okay so uh so let's let me roll another dice yeah man he uh he he's fallen for it so he's like yeah yeah uh oh man okay so this is super weird but yeah come on downstairs 
And you guys come on down the stairs and you enter a small room. I'm going to move you on the map to that small room. Oh, I'm going to try to move you on the map to that small room. You enter a narrow basement. It is somewhat L-shaped. It's about 20 feet wide, maybe 20, sorry, uh, maybe like 80 feet long. You see three people that you kind of recognize as being Cult of Chad cult members. And you see Jeff, who is... uh, doesn't look like he's been like super roughly treating uh, or treated rather treating. Uh, doesn't look like he's been super roughly treated or anything like that. But he's uh, he's tied to a chair in the middle of this like sort of circle feature at the far end of the room. And now I'm gonna have you guys roll me just sort of a general. Are you lucky or not? D twenty roll. Eleven. Four. Mm. Not lucky. <laughs> no. No, I got. I only thought uh, a little bit far ahead to get down, but All right. not what we're doing down here. Jeff, tied to the chair, looks up and says, Thank the gods you guys are here. Uh, the high priest looks to Jeff, looks to you all, and I'm going to do one more roll. Shit. Yeah, that doesn't go well for you. Uh, high priest Moon looks to the two of you and says, I know you. You were the two that was with him. Get him! Womp womp! And after all your efforts and awesomeness, because you guys did do a really good job there. I, I, I'm, I'm really proud of, of all the investigative and everything else that you did. Uh, but it was all for naught. You suck anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have each of you guys uh, roll me up some of that Fat sweet initiative. Would be an eighteen. If anything, nobody can say we cheat at dice because we probably would have said something much better along the way. Oh god, I know. So, Puritan, what'd you get for your initiative? Eight. Do 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 do. And I'm just gonna put. We're gonna put Jeff in there at a two, even though he can't really participate right now. We have. Combat initiated. Peter is at the top of the order with an 18. Uh, we have a cultist named Vale at a 17. Oh, I'm sorry. I re- need to rename. The one you've been talking to, by the way, had previously been named Thorn, but that person is now named Indeed. By a popular request named Indeed. After that is Fjorten with an eight, High Priest Moon with a three, and Jeff, who is tied to a chair and largely useless with a th- uh, blah, with a two. Peter, how would you like to begin this round of combat? I am going to um, run up to High Priest Moon and Vale, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Kaboom! Well done. Uh, I, in fact, need to move Jeff onto an actual grid square, but you are not in danger of hitting Jeff. Do it to it. All right. Thunder wave cast. That'd be a... What is this? Five? Uh, That's for your damage, and then they need to make a saving throw. Uh, What's your spell save DC again? Uh, 13. 13, and that's... What is that? Constitution? That is, yes, constitution. 
Alright, so... Uh, we've got High Priest Moon failing with a 4, and Veil succeeding with a 17. Uh, so Priest Moon is pushed back. How far is it? 10 feet? Uh, 10 feet away. 10 feet away, and they're taking the full... Is it just 5 damage? Yeah. And Veil succeeds, taking half damage, which in this case is 2. And they are not pushed. Uh, anything else on your turn? I will use my bonus action to give Fjorten some bardic inspiration. Fucking right. Fjorten feels bardically inspired. How do you do your bardic inspiration, by the way? Um, how, do you, how do you inspire him? I think I, uh, I got uh, succeeded on my thunder wave here. So I just kind of give like a, like a leg kick. And like some finger guns. I'm like, yeah! Fucking right. I just kind of, oh man, that does strike me. I'm like, whoa! Yeah! <laughs> Feel it. Like lightning on the tip of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> you ever peed on an electric fence? It's like that. Don't you pee on the electric fence. Nice. Uh, very good. So that is Peter's turn. We move over to Vale. Uh, Vale is going to recover from that thunder wave a washing over him. And they are going to take a scimitar slash at Mr. Peter. Peter, that is going to be a... That is a 10 to hit. That is a fail. Vale fails. Indeed is going to worm their way into combat. 5, 10, 15. Yep, they've got enough movement. They're going to get up by Peter as well. They were also going to Scimitar Slash. Uh, that's a six, so that's got to be a miss. Yes. Fjorten, it is over to you. Feeling. Just feeling inspired. Really? I'm going to... So inspired. God, you're so inspired. It's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. Oh, that's gross. Cube. <laughs> All right. See if I remember how this spell stuff works because I've screwed up on so many a time. It just uh, did I do this wrong on the damage? Should I have added five and four together because I cast it at a higher level? When you look in the chat, if you cast it at a higher level, then yes. Oh, so that should have been a nine then. Did you actually intend to cast it at a higher level? I did. Um, I just had, I just read it wrong. Uh, so yeah, that'll be um, an additional four damage for High Priest Moon, which I can do right now. And an additional two damage for Veil. Got him. Okay. No. Sorry, Fjord. Oh, no, that's good. That's fantastic. More than a feeling. Bobby McFerrin. All right. So I'm going to move... Actually, I really want the lyric to be robbing and stealing. Robbing and stealing. Would you let me, uh, would you let me move right here against this wall? Oh, yeah. All right. I will move, uh, north and across the wall here and try to get them all into a nice 20 foot square. They are within a 20 foot square. And I would like to cast web and try to entrap all of them. 
All right. Why don't you put web in chat for me so I can remember what that is because my brain is not doing that kind of work right now. Whoop. And who doesn't love hearing DM Nick say, you conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing mm-hmm. at a point of your choice within r- choice. <laughs> at Good a point Lord. of your juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have nothing left. It has been a long day. Uh, so it fills a 20-foot cube. Uh, webs are difficult to rain. Boop, boop, boop. Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed savings, uh, a failed save rather, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. So that will be anybody starting their turns there. Uh, I'm going to draw a box on the screen. Oh no, I can't draw shit right now. We're just going to remember that because I've got a bunch of stuff in the way. It's not letting me draw right now. So if I can get on that here. Oh yeah, if you can draw a box. Yeah. For your hot ropes. There it is. All right. Your hot ropes are down. High Priest Moon. I'm sorry, rather, I should ask you, are you finished? Have you... I've expelled my juice. Okay. I'm finished. High Priest Moon begins their turn. They're going to have to make a dexterity saving throw, beating your saving throw, I believe, of 12? I believe... Wow. That was some operatic shit right there. 13. Uh, with a 12, unfortunately, High Priest Moon is not able uh, to do that. So they're going to start their turn out restrained. However, High Priest Moon is able to use a very specific spell of Inflict Wounds. Uh, they're going to roll a 19 to hit you, Mr. Fjortan. And then they are going to do a grand total of 15 uh, necrotic damage Ooh. to you. What a butthole. That is quite a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> that is High Priest Moon's turn. Jeff, over in the corner, says, I am so enraged. <laughs> <laughs> And we begin round two of combat. Peter, you have Jeff tied to a chair, Fjorten all the way to the north of you. High Priest Moon is webbed along with Indeed and Vale. And there you are on the east side of that. What would you like to do? Well, I got uh, everybody right in front of me, all in a pretty row. So I think I'll do what I did last time, which is Thunder Wave again. But I think I should be able to get all three of these guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You are, in fact, in the perfect position to get all three of them with a Thunder Wave. I'll cast that again at a higher level. And that would be a 15. Oh, damn. Uh, and I got one more. Not a single one of them met your meager 13 constitution save. They all rolled shittier than that, which is really truly against the odds so uh indeed veil and high priest moon are all going to be for one taking a total of 15 damage uh i think at 45 total damage that is the most effective round of combat you've had so far yeah Woo! 
It is enough to murder. Indeed, they are gone from this world. It is enough to murder Vale. They are also gone from this world. It is unfortunately not enough to kill High Priest Moon, and it is enough to make High Priest Moon get blown out of the webbing. So they are no longer trapped, uh, but they are skidded on backwards. And is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I don't know if I have enough uh, points to do this, but I'll, I'll run up to my friend Jeff. And um, uh, I don't think you can do that with that web on the ground. Oh, is that is that box where all the webbing's at? Where the box is is where the webbing is. Yeah. So you would not be able to traverse. That'll be difficult terrain, and unfortunately, I don't think Fjorten can specify people who are exempt. Gotcha. Uh, what's, what is your total movement? That's what I was just going to check there. So my total movement is 30, so I could move 15 feet? Yes. So you could get within 10 feet of Jeff, but not within 5. Or next to him, I guess, really. Oh, wait. I thought what, I thought these squares were 5 feet? They are. So you could move 3 squares forward? So I could get to here? Yes. but you. So you're basically... You're, you're, that counts as 10 feet away as opposed to five feet away. When you're within melee range, you're considered within five feet. Gotcha. So yes, you are close. Um, or... Close enough to see his wiener is still intact. If I went around the webbing, well, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, actually, you know what? So I'm sorry to go back to this, but the, uh, the box that Fjorten drew is a five by five. Um, and it should be four by four. Or sorry, he, uh, that was I completely fucked that up. He drew a three by three, oh, which represents fifteen four feet. By four. Uh, it should actually be four by four. I just realized that now. Sorry. Oh, so it goes wall to wall. So I can't really get around this unless I go uh, through. A... Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. So you could get to the space that is directly in front of High Priest Moon. Um, in other words, one square to their east, which would put you 10 feet away from Jeff, but you are not able to get right up to Jeff. Um, you could slog your way through, uh, through Fjorten's sticky webs. You know, I'll just stay, I'll stay put. Okay. Fjorten, tell me about your wiener drawing turn. Campaign 2, Episode 34, Call Me Girthy, was released on August 9th, 2020. Will VGAT be back for more adventure next week? Yes. VGAT! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! 
I don't I don't want to take a bullet to the head. I I want to go out <laughs> a fucking <laughs> in a fucking goose fight. <laughs> yeah. And that Bon Jovi song is playing. I'm going down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. Fucking, there's like a sea of gooses just pecking my eyes out, and it's slow just it's the slow motion. Yeah, he's fighting off fucking geese left and Feathers right. Feathers are flying. Some little honk. Some like I don't know that your sexy co-star in the movie is being dragged backwards away from you with their <laughs> yeah. arm out. No, oh, this is not how I thought he would go. He died like he lived. <laughs> Fucking geese. <laughs> Fuck, getting fucked by geese. Go ahead and migrate already, will you? 